Ready? <laughs> yep, let's do it. In this episode of the... Yeah, full Nerd. That's what it's called. The Full Nerd. <laughs> In this episode of The Full Nerd... Is it a CPR? I was going to give it credit to somebody, but I was going to say... I don't want to start that. We'll talk about it later. In this episode of The Full Nerd, a CPU price war, an RX 480 killer, and Dune Pro versus Mac Pro. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 110. I'm your host, Gordon Ung, with co host Brad Charkas. Hello. Eleni Yee to my left. Hi, everyone. For audio listeners, and Adam Patrick Murray controlling the horizontal and vertical. Uh, Gordon, uh, hold on one second. We have some breaking news coming in. Really? Uh, yes, reporting on Wired.com, the PlayStation 5 will have ray tracing acceleration in its GPU hardware. Hardware based. It will also be called ray tracing. PlayStation 5. Yes. Wait, is, are you serious? This is uh, actually- yes, this, yes, this this just posted yes, today. It's been all over Twitter. Yeah, Mark Cerny uh, from from Sony is is confirming hardware based GPU ray tracing. Is that because Xbox has already announced ray tracing support in hardware? I'm sure they were both working on it to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, but who provides from the AMD. GPU? Yeah, so you know that means ray tracing is coming to to AMD cards, right? It's interesting, right? I mean, I mean, it all comes down to you know what what the meaning of ray tracing is, right? I mean, <laughs> it really does seem like everybody's got a different definition of it, anyway. So it feels like, do we actually think it'll be actual dedicated hardware on there? Or well, no, he say, he literally confirmed it. Yes. Well, I know, but no. Again, it depends on what the definition of hardware is. Let's go to is. the original article. Is it is it just because? Uh, Gort, do you want me to to read it verbatim? If you use your yes. GPU and use yes. the, and you use your compute cores to yes, we do. All right, do uh, Gordon, hold on one second. Hardware support. Cerny, when we last discussed the forthcoming console, he spoke about its ability to support ray tracing, a technique that can enable complex lighting and sound effects in 3D environments. Given many questions he's received since, he fears, talking about Cerny, uh, he may have been ambiguous about how the PS5 would accomplish this and confirms it's not a software level fix, which some had feared. Quote, there is ray tracing acceleration in the GPU hardware, Cerny says, which I believe is the statement that people were looking for. There you go. Confirmed. Yeah, but what does that mean, though? I mean, it they- means well, hard confirmed. It's it's in the hardware somewhere. It doesn't necessarily mean ray tracing cores, but it does mean it's in the hardware somewhere. Also, obviously not uh, NVIDIA's proprietary RTX technology. Well, <laughs> yeah. NVIDIA. Remember, though, NVIDIA is not proprietary on their DXR side, though, right, Brad? Would you agree with that statement? I think NVIDIA is genius in co-opting the non-proprietary DXR and having everybody call it RTX instead. But no, it's all based on DXR. That is true. <laughs> I mean, it, I just why I, I don't understand why people say it's proprietary. There is nothing proprietary about NVIDIA's hardware DirectX acceleration. That's just Rachel. the perception. But the DLSS, yeah, I mean, it's perception. Because well, so, I mean, one. all the their implementation, all their actual hardware, the way that they're doing it, you know, the software stack on top of it, all that is the RTX stuff. Yeah. So I guess that is, but the actual ray tracing itself is baked into Windows at this point. Well, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's like saying if when AMD comes out with ray tracing support, 
and they have it. That's like calling a pr- proprietary. Well, of course it's proprietary. I mean, you know, like, yeah, but that's not like a knock against it. That's what well, you mm-hmm. think you're going to share with the world. Like, oh, anybody can, you know, use our cores. No, that's that's why they want your money. So I don't mm-hmm. under- I don't understand the proprietary. Knock. Yeah, but so uh, but does that mean people can get locked into one ecosystem over the other? It's called DirectX ray tracing. So that's my thing is like if, if a game supports DirectX ray tracing, it'll run an AMD, it'll run NVIDIA. It'll run an Intel. Intel. Yep. Nice. Right? It'll run on anybody else that supports it. And to me... PlayStation 5 does not use DirectX, however. Yes. So that's the interesting <laughs> thing, right? What are they going to do exactly? Are they redefining Or, I mean, it's a custom core. It's a year. Or what? I, well, otherwise... <laughs> Sony and Microsoft are really just in the, in the worst world ever, if you think about it. <laughs> because it used to be like, oh, it's a secret. And then, bam, they break it out, and like they don't talk about it for another five years. They were talking about these consoles... They haven't even shipped yet. They won't ship for like until next a year, year. and a yeah. end of next year. And they're already trying to like outspec each other on parts that haven't shipped yet. So like, is it like what are they like? Uh, what? Why? Wait, I don't understand why you don't get why they're doing this. No, I mean I. There's a really they're not the lousy, only companies. Doing it's a it. lousy situation. It would be like companies talking about our future products beating their other against another company that hasn't shipped their product yet and then oh no when we come out ours is going to be way better than yours oh yeah we got hardware ray tracing <laughs> oh we got that too do you have PCIe4 SSDs yeah we got that but you know we got DDR5 you know it's just kind of like they keep like upping this it's like you haven't even shipped the damn things yet and it's just to me like I still don't see how this is different than us getting I, advanced I, specs of upcoming products well I, I think this is crazy months? that it's a year plus in advance this time around like this is a long time to be teasing new consoles. Yeah, and I, I just think it's it's a bad world because if they were actually shipping the things, they're imminent. Like oh, they're right here, like the end of this year. Like they were if they were coming this holiday, okay, I could see. Yeah, at this it is point, early. Typically, they announce E three of the year they're going to launch. Um, more of that kind of details. Yeah, but I almost think they're doing this just to get people excited for something. Yeah, excited not to buy their current products. Is what yeah, is. well, what Gordon, yeah. to be fair, you're not buying consoles anyway. I'm not buying it anyway. So but you know who what? cares? If I'm shopping, but the kind of but the kind of people who are going to be buying oh, these high end. Oh, I'm not done yet. The people who are going to buy these high end consoles, they're not the ones who are going to be uh, waiting anyway, right? So, like, if you're thinking I want to play on Xbox One, I'm thinking of getting an Xbox One S, and then suddenly you see these specs way in advance. You're not going to say, oh, I'm going to wait 14 months until, you know, Project Scorpio, uh, PlayStation 5 come out, uh, Project Scarlet, excuse me. But instead, you're just going to say, I wasn't going to spend $500 on a console anyway, maybe 600 at this time. So I'm going to just buy the one that's available now. They're, they're different markets. The kind of people who are going to buy the new consoles are the people who are willing to shell out $500 on day one. And that makes them excited because they're like, great, like I know what I'm going to next now. I'm going to get pumped for this. I have time to save money for start, this. Start I actually think they announced it early because it's going to be expensive. I actually am worried they're not going to stick to a $500 price point, And instead, it's going to be like $600 or even more. And that's why they're getting people pumped now because they're like, 
Start saving. Yeah, but don't. I, I just. I, I don't know. Hey, let me ask you. We, we should get to actual PC news. <laughs> things that people me, care you, about here, you Gordon. You're the one who started, started it. it. That's the you started it. <laughs> let me let me ask you the last question, though. Uh, I'm buying my kids a new console for the okay, holidays, Christmas in our house. Holiday, uh, yeah, lie. Nintendo Switch. Is it a better <laughs> investment of my five hundred dollars Nintendo on Switch console right now? I mean, I got it in my Nintendo cart. Switch. Should I? Is it a better investment right now or Nintendo? Switch? It's a great time well, to buy if you're buying it for your kids and they don't have one yet. You get them cheap, and or, you have a whole well, library yeah, full of. I games mean, this is probably cheap. only going to be the console, only console I ever buy in the entire lifetime, their entire life. Nintendo Switch. So, is it better to buy it now, or or should I? Should I wait? Right now is a great a time to buy a Nintendo Switch. See which one's better because one could be better, and maybe Gee, I want to be in that. I ecosystem. don't know. I mean, like, should you upgrade your CPU now, or, or wait until you know two years from now? Will, will it be better in two years? Well, you know, they have already announced <laughs> Super Duper Lake, <laughs> Super Duper Lake Ryzen Five. Like, what? <laughs> that ain't nobody. You ain't got Intel talking about what we're coming out like. Here's the specs. We're gonna have this many cores. And he's <laughs> like, you oh, we're gonna have so many threads. He's Intel. saucy. He's saucy. Where do you see our prices? I've, oh yeah. I've been monitoring how much my microphone's been shaking because of the table getting hit. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> it is extreme this week. It like it is oh, still swaying. Oh my god! I've already heard about the iPhone 13 coming out next year. Oh, I was gonna buy iPhone 11. Should I not buy People it? People know it's coming. Nobody though, does. Yeah, hate to, just, tell, hate to tell you, a terrible situation. I, Gordon, I'm sorry to break this to you, but they're already working on the PlayStation Six. I can guarantee it. But you don't and talk the about it. Well, but it doesn't matter because we know about it. The iPhone 20, but they ain't talking about it because they want you to buy the iPhone 11. They don't talk about it. That's just like a rule. I don't need to like these are like. So you would rather be rules. out of sight, out of mind. I mean, I know the. the Apple's going to make a, an iPhone every year, so you buy the one that you want at the time you but want it. But they're not like, in your face bragging about it. There's a big difference. Like you know, they're working. They're not on actually it. saying a lot of stuff about it. It's got hardware yeah, ray tracing. Hardware ray tracing. They're not talking a lot about it. Hardware. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know what? You can buy this year, Gordon. At a better price. At a better price <laughs> is an Intel <laughs> CPU, right? It is, yeah. I guess apparently a select uh, select number yes. of Intel CPUs. Prices have been slashed across the board, right, Gordon? Prices slashed. Come on, gut. Core crack. Ninety nine hundred KF. Eighteen core Cascade Lake. <laughs> it's, they're called the Air Dancers. Those. I love those things. Yes. <laughs> Just have one. They got one right they on talked. top. They got one right now on top of Intel's building. Eighteen core Cascade Lake. Half price. Half price is we. Half price. No. Yeah. So the big, wait, wait. Who gave them three shots of espresso I this know. morning instead of his normal because coffee? Because it, it's just like I, somebody trying to explain away talking. Pimping up your next product that's coming like 14 months later. He's still not done, Adam. What have Yo, you done? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, that hold on, hold on. Normal. Gordon, 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 no Gordon. Way you can, Gordon. Real, real quick, real quick. How soon did Intel talk about their GPUs? What? Oh, yeah, they Ooh. told you. It's got yeah. hardware ray tracing. It's got hardware ray yeah, tracing. They, they talked about GPUs like their GPUs aren't going to come out till like a year from now, right? Well, yeah, they me, talked about it like years ago. Perfect they example, Adam. Details. That is a perfect example. You know why? <laughs> what? Well, oh my God! I wasn't going to buy this Intel GPU. 
They ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah. well, they yeah. can talk about like next year, like it's going to be faster than 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 Nvidia Ampere. It's going to be faster Gordon, than Navi Gordon, Plus. But you say this all the time. The number one uh, GPU for gaming right now is uh, IGP. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, mm. people are already I, buying uh, Intel graphics. There, there's nobody <laughs> nobody in the world likes to talk about products. You're, not, you're not buying Intel graphics if you get these on sale processes yeah, though, because yeah, all yeah. these discounts only apply to the F series versions, which, uh, that which are the out. graphics. It, Less yeah, it's uh, for for content creators yeah. like me. That's you know that's that's a bummer. Also, <laughs> if you're planning on if you're a gamer planning to get a discrete graphics card, it's probably not a huge deal unless things go sideways a few years from now. But if you're looking to use QuickSync for content creation. Yeah, it's, it, it's it, the only time it's a bummer, though. Also, I wanted to say, Brad, like fist bump for that smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is if you are building a new system for the first time and you've been waiting to buy your video card and you haven't bought it yet when you first start assembling, you're kind of yep. hosed. <laughs> it's the same with all the Ryzen chips. So I'm actually just glad to see that they are dropping the prices on these because originally when these graphics-less chips came out, uh, they cost the exact same as the full chips, and that's just ludicrous to me that you would have to pay the same for a 99KF with no GPU as you would for a 9900K with a GPU. So that's wild to me, so I'm glad to see these coming down. Uh, the other interesting part to me is they're kind of putting a value on their own graphics here. Like, how much is yeah. Intel graphics worth? Because if you look down the chart here, uh, they're only shaving about 20 bucks off of each chip. Well, first, I, I think we facts. should bring up Mark's uh, that graphic from Mark's story because we haven't actually the first the, the facts. First okay, one. yeah, yeah. The All discount, right. it, it's up. Discount. The discount. discount is weird unless in how it's so uneven across the stack. Yeah, you kind of should I break it in for the audio listeners? Yeah, yeah please. please. So Core i nine ninety nine hundred KF eight core sixteen threads five gigahertz base old price four eighty eight new price. Uh, 463, 5% discount. i7, 9700KF, 8 core. Don't work with you this whole list. I got, I got the TLDR for you. All right. What's it? They're $25 <laughs> cheaper across the board. At the high end of the range, you know, that only counts as a 5% discount if you're looking at 9900KF. At the lower end, if you're looking for like a Core i3, 9100F, it works out to a 20% discount, but it's 25 bucks off across the board. Yeah. Uh, no, not every part, I think. Well, yeah, every oh, single one is. of those. Yeah, yeah it's actually, powers. yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so Intel graphics sense. are worth 25 bucks. Yeah, that is actually, I wanted to make sure because I, you know, if, if you don't know, Intel publishes an official price list. It doesn't really mean that much, um, honestly, but there's an official price list. And the i9-9900K with graphics, which is oddly listed, um, maybe it's sequential because of introduction, is actually still 488 Right, so they have not cut the price of the original uh, K parts. Hmm. Looks like, mm-hmm. and ninety seven K, no price cut. Other, interestingly, yeah. So these are basically. <laughs> Brad is right. Intel graphics worth twenty five dollars. That's crazy. Hopefully, they keep that pricing for the discrete ones in a couple of years. Yeah, huh. but yeah, I mean, but yeah, is... that's great. Like, if you're looking to buy a ninety nine hundred K, but you know you're pairing it with a twenty eighty Ti, might as well save that twenty five bucks. So you can spend a little bit more on a, the Strix version rather than the reference version. Yeah, uh, but l- like we talked about for the uh, the emergency episode uh, last week, breaking uh, news. Yeah, the breaking news. Yeah, the 
you know, a, a lot of people were up in arms, Gordon, about your uh, yeah, that was, the, the, you, you you titling it uh, that Intel has has started the I, price war because I will take the blame for that. People I know, people think fuel that AMD actually fired the first shot in the price war. Uh-huh. My rationale, of course, we had about five minutes to think of that headline, <laughs> and when at the same time trying to yeah. create some other graphics and try to try to ingest it all to talk about it in a, in a lucid manner. I do actually think that it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I agree. And I do think that basically, as my example has been, uh, AMD has been dunking all over Intel. It's like, <laughs> if I get on a court with Kobe and he's just dunking on me for like 20 minutes, that's not a basketball game. True. Right? That's just like <laughs> you basically uh, bearing your your face into his nuts as he goes over you to dunk you. Right? That's just like... That's just like 40 minutes of that, and then finally I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a shot, and then then you have a game on. No, I don't actually think the game's on because it's clear that in the value segment, and for value for what you're getting, uh, AMD's been, been been whooping Intel for ever since Rising came out, I, I think it's fair to say. Three right? years, yeah. So they have Intel has not reacted with pricing cuts. They've so, reacted with, you know, trying to... To make the it more to, to earn their value with higher clocks. Well, the, the, this question taking is taking away hyperthreading. Yeah, and the, taking away hyperthreading <laughs> in some some segments. Uh, Elena, do do you think that that this is a a an accurate um, volley to throw back against AMD for for Intel? Accurate in the sense not that accurate. it landed a hit. Yeah, or? yeah. <laughs> like this will like this will uh, do good things for them. Good things for Intel. Yeah, for Intel. I mean, I don't think they are hurting to begin with. True. Uh, I think, honestly, my opinion in looking at all these prices and how much they were reduced, I my opinion, which is completely unfounded in anything outside of just observation and, as I said, opinion, uh, is that the Core X price cuts, which we discussed last week, which are quite substantial, they're like closer to the 50 like percent range on average. I think that is more a signal that Intel is trying to recapture um, some kind of mindshare, if not actual, like, regaining ground. Whereas I feel on the consumer side, it's more of a mm, PR move almost in a way, like trying to seem more appealing to that segment just because it's so apparent that AMD has captured the hearts of the budget-minded and the people who like to be able to spend their money on other things. I don't think they needed to. I mean, we've been talking about yields this year, so I don't think that's really an issue for them. And maybe that's why they only did it on these, you know, F parts. And that's probably why they were priced the same as the versions with graphics to begin with Mm because yields were so bad. So I'm glad to see now that they're freeing it up a bit that they do charge a little bit less for the graphics-less version. And actually, in value per thread, the good old bucks per thread, uh, I just updated this. Hopefully, there's no more. You want to throw that up? We'll throw that up. Hopefully, there's no more typos. It's my favorite thing. It's the money chart. It's Um, so small, I can't really read it. (laughs) (laughs) You put a lot of parts on there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is hard. Sorry, folks. At, You're going to have to full screen it. But the ve- but the best value is the Ryzen 5. These are based mostly on MSRP part, uh, prices October of this year. Uh, Ryzen 5, 3600, 6 cores, 12 threads, which actually is the reason it's such a great deal. They don't turn off the uh, SMT. 17 bucks per, per thread. thread. And then it's Ryzen 7, 3700, Ryzen 5, 3600, Ryzen 9, 3900 at $21. And then as, <laughs> as I'm... Hopefully this isn't a, a typo on my part, but like a four-core, eight-thread Xeon for twenty-one dollars per thread. Per thread, 
<laughs> but actually, the, so I, well, we're, the Intel sort of gets, we sort of see some of the value here where you get a, a, a quad core, no hyper threading, i390-100 for $24 per thread. That's the F part we're talking That's about. That's F. Right? And then you, and, and now I guess i five ninety four hundred f is actually a very popular part, $2,600. Actually, you know, it's, it's not too bad, you know, that, that's, that's closer than they've ever been, it feels like, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially, if, you know, of course, the, the crazy thing, as Elena was mentioning, is that Core i9-10980XE part, which is $27 per thread, which you normally would have been all the way up at that $50, $50 plus yeah. range. Oh, yeah. So Intel I think it's also worth it? noting that uh, the Ryzen chips that we're comparing these graphics-less Intel chips to, don't have graphics either. None of the Ryzen chips, aside from the APUs, have graphics. So, yeah, yeah. So they they really aren't going to lose there. Although, you, yeah, I mean, it, do you think it's enough to sway somebody though? The mm, twenty five bucks, twenty five bucks. Much. Although it's a really good price cut off of the that i three and the i five. I mean, yeah. So it's it's I, double digit I price reduction. I do think for people who are in that range and maybe they've been long time you know intel enthusiasts or just loyal fans or they it's their first pc everyone around them's told them that they're intel fans and so they're they're somehow influenced to go intel sure but they're on a budget and they say oh okay well i'm gonna get a discrete graphics card anyway so i can still stick with you know team blue and i don't have to you know quite shell out as much as i thought i was going to for that yeah, and I could see that really, you know, somebody building a PC for their kid, you know, they're not really, they're not into the hardware stuff all day. They're, they, they're going to play it safe and there's nothing, frankly, Intel has been established, drivers are more stable, all those kind of things. So I can see that appeal to somebody. You know, there there's an appeal to buying a Ford Taurus or a Toyota Camry, right? It's just like, it's a known quantity, you know, you mm-hmm. can't really. Yep. So, yeah, and I guess if they're building a, Gaming rig, as you're saying, if it's a budget gaming rig, they're going to add a low end GPU anyway. So, yeah. Do you need their graphics core? Yeah. People who are in an ultra budget, though, will have to either go with you know something that has integrated graphics if they're like saving to get their gra- their uh, discrete graphics card. So then it wouldn't really be an option for them. So I think this is targeted of a, a kind of a subsection of the people who are buying parts. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not bad. That ninety four hundred. Well, one fifty seven. Yeah. Six, six. I always take price cuts. I mean, it's good for us as consumers mm. regardless because this does mean that if they're they're officially lowering the prices, then there is a chance we'll see like maybe 5 to $10 off during Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, and then you actually really think about it. You're looking at a, a Core i5-9400F with a 4.1 base clock. That can't be base. That's got to be turbo. Um 182, you'd be like, eh, I don't know, I get a Ryzen, but at 157, that's probably just enough to like to make people kind of wonder, yeah. maybe I should do that because <clears> it's <throat> Intel. I want the Intel name, you know. So, price wars on us. Nice, <laughs> it's here. Yeah. So we you know we're talking about the Core X parts last week, and I was saying that originally I expected when we talked about potential price cuts for Intel. I thought mm-hmm. that it was going to be anywhere from like 5 to 15% because, I mean, Intel's always been kind of conservative. And then it was like, yo, we just sliced this by 50% and it was kind of shocking. Um, the consumer parts are more what I thought they were. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pricing so. I sort of expected on the high end. But 
I think if they had just made that that minor cut, price cut at the top end, those parts of people are like, oh, come on, we can do this all over again. You're just non <laughs> non competitive in a lot of ways, other than you know you you're buying for Intel MA or there's other things that that you need. But that what I you know what I do want to ask you because this was a criticism I read and um a lot of people say, well, this just shows you Intel's been been ripping you off this whole time on those you know high core count parts. I mean, is it, is it really a ripoff if you are basically the only player in the field and you can charge whatever you want? Also, uh, th- those are those are there. companies buying those parts, so you know, yeah, to exactly. a certain degree, the companies are just like, oh, what are we going to get? All right, let's get it. I did. I was reading the comments on YouTube. Uh, and they some people did point out that the prices we are talking about with regard to the Core X series is a uh, thousand tray. Uh, pricing, yeah. So I don't. I mean, it's probably gonna be a little more expensive if you buy individual. Yeah, there's there's slightly more, but not too. But much I don't more. think it's still gonna be so dramatic a difference between the two pricing that we can't say that that Intel has made a significant uh, move in this regard. Yeah, and you know the, the OEM version or you know volume or bulk pricing that in the old days for the pattern for many for a, more than a decade plus was you have the you have the one KU pricing. It come out a little bit higher at first because of demand. Demand spikes. Mm-hmm. Eventually, everybody gets their stuff, and then the prices actually would settle down b- a little bit below the one KU pricing. I mean, you think about it. Classic Core i five twenty five hundred K. That was like a two two twenty nine part. I forget exactly. It's been a while. It would eventually settle down to about you know two twenty five two twenty, and then it got really harder as we went along and we moved on to you know KB Lake, Haswell, Skylake, and the prices just kept creeping up and never sort of meeting that 1KU pricing. And I think that was just sort of the shortages that Intel's been having for a long time. And I think, uh, I don't think it was a ripoff, just to get back to what you originally asked. I don't think last gen was a ripoff because one thing you got to keep in mind is if you're buying Intel and we're in an era now where we know what Threadripper offers, if you're buying Intel over Threadripper, you're doing it for a specific reason. You're probably don't mind paying up for it. Uh, Two, you also have to consider that Intel doesn't have the multi-die setup that Ryzen does. So these are big, huge monolithic chips that probably cost a lot more. And now this new version of Core X is, you know, basically the same ones as before, just a little faster. So they have a year plus, two years almost, of getting that manufacturing process down. So, I mean, it just makes a lot more sense for it to be cheaper now. Yeah, and it is a you know as a newer core it does have the DL boost stuff still fourteen mm-hmm. nanometer plus plus they are solder gems that's confirmed as well I, I don't think we could say that last week and also twenty sixty six v three drop in parts supposedly most of the boards I've been talking to some other more manufacturers like yeah the BIOS has been ready to go for a little while so you just that's have to update the BIOS buy the new CPU drop it in that said <laughs> remove your KB Lake X and enjoy. That said, before we get a flood of comments accusing us of being, you know, capitalist shills. Mm -hmm. We already got them. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to stem the tide of the flood, not that stopping any of comments. Um, I think, I don't think any of us are advocating for higher prices. It's just Mm -hmm. that it's kind of the nature of the beast. When you have only one player, major dominant player in the field, they kind of get to do what they want. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're ripping you off, but they might be doing things you know, as Brad said, that's more to do with dealing with their overhead, dealing with the initial, you know, ramp up uh, costs, things like that, that you don't really see. Um, and kind of like 
any of us, if you can stock up for a rainy day, why wouldn't you? If you have no outside pressure, if you don't have mm-hmm. like your roof that's broken and you have to fix it right away kind of thing. You have AMD enter the field and suddenly Intel's like, oh shit, there's a hole in the roof. Hey! Like- <laughs> Family podcast. <laughs> Never Today's get that Disney sponsor. Crazy. So com- as we always say, competition is good for that reason because yep. it puts that yep. pressure on. Yeah, and I... Yeah, and I agree with you because nobody's saying, oh, gosh, I'm so glad they're charging us $55 per thread for the previous two 18-core parts. It's just like, well, you know, it's the problem is I can, one, you you got to hate the game, not the player, right? I mean, if... If you actually had Threadripper, please more basketball analogies. But if you had Threadripper <laughs> here five years ago, prices would not be here, right? Mm-hmm. So competition is good. It's it's been awesome for everybody. Very good. And you know, I, I again, I, I will tell you all day. And Brad, I think you agree. RTX twenty eighty Ti is that? I forget. Mm-hmm. Is that Ti right? Okay. Yep. Remember. Yep. There's no super version. That is that, the yeah. absolute monster graphics card to have. That is like if you, yeah, if you're if you're a baller basketball thing again, that's what you're <laughs> going to have. You have three of those, right? Two of them. But <laughs> am I happy that Nvidia charges twelve hundred dollars? Like, no, I wish it were cheaper. But at the same time, well, if you're if you're Nvidia and your Jensen's like, oh, let me just lower this price just for what reason? No, it's like you know what? I'm waiting for my competition to come up and. And give me give me a run, then I will. You know, it's just I. The problem is, Intel and and AMD really need to step up and compete there. I mean, there's a reason why these super parts are all ahead. Competition's good, folks, in yep. all things. Not going to bring up stores yet, but <laughs> <laughs> talking about competition, uh, we have some competition in the low end GPU space uh, get Not announced, low right? Low end, it's mid no? mid mid range. Is that what is that what we call it? It's a four it's hard. I call it these days. I call it by resolution it targets for because with all the different pricing increases since the cryptocurrency boom, everything's skewed. But yeah, so yesterday AMD announced the Radeon RX fifty five hundred. Uh, but it was a very unusual launch. Uh, they targeted it as next level ten eighty p gaming. So, you know, mainstream. I will say mainstream. Uh, uh, but the thing is, it's not a card you can actually buy yet. It's super weird. This was actually announced as coming to desktops and laptops first in time for the holiday season. Including a mobile version that got announced at the same time, which is the first time I can remember AMD being able to do that. Hmm. I think usually mobile Radeon parts come much later than desktop parts. And that's showing up at an MSI laptop later this month. Uh, so yeah, Radeon RX 5500 is here. Uh, you can't buy it yet. Graphics cards are coming sometime in the fourth quarter. They wouldn't say any more details. Uh, they have various performance charts to show you what to expect from it of course amd in their briefing and they chose really weird comparisons they pit it against the gtx 1650 which is a 150 dollars part and is garbage you should buy a radian rx 570 instead because it's 30 dollars cheaper and a lot faster uh but they also compared it against uh two year two generation old radian rx 480 not the 580 so that launched as a 200 dollars part uh, the Radeon RX 580 also launches a $200 part. Uh, AMD's slides say that the RX 5500 is faster than both of those, uh, but that leaves a wide 
gap in far of potential performance. Looking at the performance charts, there's no reviews out yet. I would guess it's going to be somewhere in between like RX 580 and 590 in performance. So a lot of it's going to come down to price because it doesn't get compared against the GTX 1660 whatsoever, which is 220 bucks. So we don't know actually what these cards perform at. We don't know when they're actually going to launch, but we do know they're coming. Uh, first to laptops and desktops. We do know that they're going to have the full feature set of Navi. So everything that you find in the RX 5700, you're going to also find in the 5500 from PCIe 4 support to GDDR6 to things like Radeon Image Sharpening, the new media decoder and stuff. That's all going to be in the cheaper, cheaper part, too. Uh, for, first off, Gordon, uh, talk about the, the laptop stuff, because, I mean, we obviously don't talk about laptop too much here, but this is kind of a big deal for AMD to, to kind of make a push into laptops like this, right? Yeah, I, I actually am surprised, because usually they're really, really late on their mobile parts, and yep. I sort of see their 7 nanometer parts more of an impact on mobile. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're not kind of going a little higher up the food chain, but maybe they don't they don't have the supply. But hey, if you're competing with a you know GeForce sixteen sixty sixteen fifty laptop, is it? I guess sixteen fifty, and there's also a TI part. Sixteen fifty is so. what they compare it against. That's really a very. It sounds like they're so, they would be dar- targeting then. You know, like a nine hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar gaming laptop then probably. Well, actually, MSI fully announced, I did a separate story yesterday, it's called the Alpha 15. It's They're the world's first Radeon Navi gaming laptop. That's what they're pitching themselves as. Hmm. But it has the Radeon RX 5500. It has the Ryzen 7 3750H. And it has 144 hertz G-Sync display. And it costs a hmm. uh, thousand bucks Free-sync. for... Yeah, I was about to say... Free-Sync. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... So yeah, it costs a thousand bucks for an eight gig version and eleven hundred bucks for a sixteen gig version. So it's actually very affordable. You'll find GTX sixteen fifty laptops around there sometimes. They're not especially good deals at their prices. Yeah. But so we're gonna have to see what the performance of this thing is. It could wind up being a pretty good deal for a loadout like that. It seems, although I, it feels like it's uh, it's probably a slightly higher price because they want to keep it higher for cutting price on on you know near Thanksgiving because. Thousand bucks for sixteen fifty is. I mean, they're really you're, you're pretty close to sixteen sixty, and there's still plenty of ten sixty laptops out you there. Can, you can find better deals at that price for a sixteen sixty laptop, but you do find a shockingly large number of sixteen fifty laptops for around a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're entirely the best deals. Though. Well, I mean, th- we are kind of conflating two things, I think, because there's the thousand dollar price point of like here's what you can get when there's a, a pretty good sale. And then there's just the standard MSRP $1,000 price point, which is yep. the part we're talking about now. And you are yep. going to see things in that range. Um, it's, it's, it is, as Brad said, I would say it's a, it's a pretty good loadout for that as an MSRP. Yep. Like, so if you could get that for, let's say, 850 even during Black Friday, then it would be quite mm. good. Nice. It depends on actual performance. Of course. I mean, it yeah. is. Of course. AMD says it's up to 37% faster than the GTX 1650. Uh, oh, it's only slightly decent. ahead. Of, the desktop version is only slightly ahead of the RX 480, it looks like, in their slides. Uh, and they actually have a chart where they showed performance in Gears 5, Borderlands 3, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint. But if you look at the footnotes, 
because the frame rates look really good, it's all set to medium. So oh. we're not 100% sure where their performance is. They're still kind of figuring out where that's laying. But it should be faster than a 1650 by a bit. Uh, question for the, the desktop parts. Uh, Dennis on YouTube is asking, is it true that there will be no reference versions and only custom ones? Of the yeah, AMD has 5, said that. Yeah. that. That's... Once you get down to the lower end parts, that's pretty common. Actually, there's uh, no reference versions of any of NVIDIA's GTX ones either. Uh, so there were a reference version of the RX 480. Mm-hmm. There were no reference versions for the RX 580 or 590. So it's not unusual once you get down this price range for there to be no reference version. I think they're at a little bit of a disadvantage, that, like that Alpha. I think AMD Mobile is definitely at a disadvantage because if you're looking, their H parts are 35, 45 watts, and they go right up against, you know, 8750, 9750 laptops that are six core versus versus four. So I think they're a little bit of a disadvantage there for people who care about core count. But it looks like that GPU will be a pretty solid contender on mobile, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. Because if they lower prices to get them out there and try to get uh, get market share, I think they could have good luck. Although I, I am glad that it is Navi because <laughs> I, I got a little scared. Like it's There just, were rumors that it would be refreshed Polaris. Well, yeah. I know because you, you said, like, why are they comparing it to 480? It's just a simply, a, again, a remarked 480, mm-hmm. which has been remarked. Like, we're going for a, a record here. 480, <laughs> 580, 590. It's like, I ah, one more. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little afraid, but no, it's actually a true true number. No, before. NVIDIA does the same thing in its charts. It always compares two generations behind okay. just because they figure if you have the last one, you're not upgrading. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Intel does that and, too with CPUs now. And it makes their stuff look better. Although the 480 and the 580 aren't very different. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Brad. What price would this have to be for you to, assuming performance is ends up being where we think it's going to end up? This is a hypothetical, mm-hmm. obviously. What price point do you think it would have to come in at for it to be appealing to people versus the uh, RX 580? Because I have trouble seeing... Because there have been so many great sales on these older Polaris parts that I have trouble seeing this um, being all that appealing if it comes in competing price-wise with the contemporary on the... Well, that's the problem, side. right? Uh, prices always get reset when new hardware comes out. It was the same deal before the 580 came out. We saw some killer deals on 480s, and then it reset the pricing when the 580 came out. Uh, I have a feeling that'll happen with these two. Uh, but my hope is that you'll be able to find the 5500 when Death's Heart Carbons become available. Looking at these, just going off these numbers that AMD supplied, the handful of charts they supplied, uh, I would hope that it would be about 175 180 bucks to compete very well against the $220 GTX 1660. That being said, I wouldn't be surprised if it, like the 480 and the 580, launches at 200 bucks, especially because it has full-blown GDDR6 memory and PCIe 4 support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's 200 bucks. I'm hoping it's about $20, $25 less than that would be my hope. Again, just going off these, can't tell anything until anybody can actually test them right. or know the price. <laughs> Do you think somebody would ever upgrade from um, a 10 series? Like the classic, the, the GTX 1060 was just a super popular card, got yep. out of control with pricing because of the, the mining stuff, came back to reality. Do you think it's worth upgrading to a 1660 1660 ti 
Not I would wait another generation if yeah. I had a 1060 at this point. I mean, you do get there is a performance difference. Like, and if you can't handle dialing back a couple of settings to medium or high or whatever, then sure, spend the 200 bucks. But I, my go-to advice is to wait two generations. Okay. Sounds at least funny. at least two generations. Yeah, and then we, you know, it's also nice to get a process change there. So, mm-hmm. seven nanometer part from older parts is, is nice you sort of get that free bonus yeah yeah you, we already talking about next next yeah. generation graphics cards yeah something coming out <laughs> yeah why, why would companies even talk about next 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 generation stuff you know <laughs> I'm, there's stuff actually right i just updated our best graphics card guide too to it's mention this news guide. and also the fact uh that video cards found in the eurasian uh, the EEC, I forget the actual, but you know, the the one of their s- supervisory agencies, uh, gigabyte references to a GTX sixteen fifty super and a GTX sixteen sixty super. So, Nvidia might be actually preparing a counterpunch, but unlike Sony and Microsoft, they ain't talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> People actually have to go look through government filings and find out what they did. You just yeah. like go to Sony, like we got we got we got ray tracing. Check out <laughs> got ray tracing. Then then you Seven. don't have to have anything uh, leak ahead of time. Boop. It's great. Oh no, you weren't supposed to tweet that, sir. What? No, really, you weren't. Oh. The leak came from the inside. But the bottom line for these parts, the fifty five hundred, is they could be pretty badass. It's gonna depend on pricing. That's yeah. that's true for every mainstream part. Uh, it's going to be true for this too, but it's going to 100 percent depend on pricing. AMD is not willing to talk about any of that yet. Doesn't give any promises about availability beyond fourth quarter. But it sounds like it's mostly 1080 high, not ultra, very high. Something should turn down a little bit, maybe. It depends. Uh, in the games that they tested at medium, uh, it's about 10 frames per second faster than the RX 480. So I would expect it to be about the same, just a little bit less maybe, as the RX 590. Uh, so yeah, it'd be a solid high, high 60 frames per second in most games, I would think. Most games, except for AAA, brand new. You, you, yeah. almost can, you can almost base it on dating the game. So like if you could play 2000 yeah. and whatever. 14 I think there's a reason games. they tested these games at Medium that yeah. are just came out not high. Hmm. But we'll see. It exists. That's basically what we know at this point. Well, we want to. We want to <laughs> do the price guess. Anybody? I, I don't. I have no idea. Are we doing it for paper? Or are we twelve dollars? I say one eighty. One seventy five. One eighty sounds good. That's what I want, but I think it's going to be two hundred. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to go with one ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> Gave you a little bit of a price cut, but it's still close to what we wanted it to be. One eighty one. You know, it actually confuses me when I see prices like that. So sometimes when I look at Intel's like lists, I was like, "Why did you choose eighty seven? I don't understand." <laughs> yeah, there's that- a restaurant around here that all their things are like twenty three dollars and thirty seven cents. It's like, are you managing it that closely? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> Just charge me twenty five bucks. <laughs> Uh, Brad Hilton in the uh, chat says WCCF Tech uh, is saying that it's 130 for the 5500 and 150 for the 5500 XT. So that's what, that that's what they're rumoring. If that being the case, that would be wonderful. Uh, WCCF Tech has some noticeable hits. 
in its rumor coverage and had some very noticeable misses in this rumor coverage. So take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Although they recently had somebody, they had a pretty good score recently, I think. Um, oh yeah, they've had they've had a few, but they also have had some pretty good misses. So that, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking one fifty sounds pretty good because that that sort of. I don't think Nvidia That's, wants to chase them that far. Uh, that was, and I didn't even want to verbalize, but that was my hope looking at this. Like, oh, if this is actually 150 bucks, like the 1650 they're comparing it against, this thing's going to be amazing. But yeah. with GDDR6, I don't know how they can do it. We'll wow. find out. It's a good time to be a budget gamer, to be honest with it you. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Hmm. Well, you know, if uh, for, for the ones that don't just play in the budget and like uh, really high-end premium parts oh do the accent i uh, see i i can't do that great of a british accent no you were doing the other accent wait, wait the one for the video yeah which video are you talking about elena um it's the one where a lot of people thought we were actually going to be building some kind of mac pro or featuring <laughs> a mac pro but we're not we're not uh and actually uh i well first i want to show the video because oh, honestly yeah. i can't even remember the accent uh <laughs> for those of you who have not watched uh we got we got an exclusive on this amazing case uh and we we, we created a fun little uh promo video uh for for y'all to watch yeah, cause uh, let's it's see. for the build tomorrow it's for the build tomorrow that you tomorrow. should uh, you should tune into uh let me let me let me let's roll that video shall we show it on October 9th, we at PC World are creating a revolutionary high-performance computer for power users. It is designed and engineered to enable a wide range of uses and virtually unlimited upgrade possibilities. Meet the Dune Pro case inside of which we will be building a computer worthy of the name Pro. Central to the Dune Pro case is a precise stainless steel frame that also functions as feet and handles. With technology-grade aluminum doors and an aluminum interior, the Dune Pro case exudes exquisite artisanal quality. It is the structural foundation for an architecture designed for absolute upgrading and pretentiousness. While competitors may be limited to one platform or a mere 28 cores, our Dune Pro build revolves around a 32-core AMD Ryzen Threadripper. Yes, four more. We know power users like PCIe lanes, so our Pro computer features no less than 64 PCIe lanes. And nothing says performance more than RGB. So our build is equipped with G-Skill Trident Z RGB memory. Power users also believe in hardware ray tracing and industry-leading CUDA performance. So we outfit the Dune Pro with the world's most powerful NVIDIA GeForce RTX card. The computer is completed by an aluminum housing that houses the computer and completes the architecture. It's uniquely machined three-dimensional vents not only maximize airflow, they allow the air to flow 
stylishly. Our preoccupation with pretense defines the magical design of the Dune Pro. Join us on October 9th as we build a real pro computer, a PC. Oh, that was fun. That that was uh, that was really well done. Adam. That was Adam that was that, fun. Amazing so, job. So uh, Adam sent me an early cut of this, and I started playing it in my hotel room this weekend. And my my roommates all like turned and started looking because I didn't have headphones. I was like, I'm just gonna play this video. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm just cracking up the whole time. Like, what is happening over there? Yeah, that was. Uh, we, we didn't have a ton of time. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've been flying solo, as lots no uh, no no Dan uh, to around, uh, help me around here for videos. So I, I had limited time, but I think it turned out well. Uh, Gordon literally lifted the the script from uh, from the actual Apple keynote for the most part and just tweaked no, it no, to no, say no. really dumb stuff. Completely within the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no it was parody, but no you know lifting. yeah no, no, no yeah <laughs> it, it's it wasn't one for one. But then yeah, Gordon was like. I don't know if I can do a British accent. And I was like, dude, you got to You got to <laughs> I, I think you did a really great effort, but I did giggle every time I heard you drop it. <laughs> so <that's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it cuts in it's, and out for sure. It's really tough, too, because I mean, I, it's, I didn't realize that uh, Johnny Ive, who does the actual um, uh, video that we are spoofing voice. here, he has a... I thought it would. I thought the accent. I'd never listened to his accent so closely before, but it's 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 a little different than I expected. Actually, I'm not sure he actually has an English accent. To be honest, we will I, have to have someone who is from the UK tell us <laughs> yeah. what region. Well, I, I did ask our uh, from New Jersey. Yeah, I did ask our uh, our um, sister site Tech Advisor, uh, the, who is based out in the UK, for 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 their uh, their feedback, and they they liked it. Oh, good, yeah. good. <laughs> well, did they uh, like it because they were because it was funny? Okay, yeah. that's what I was like. I don't think it was like spot on, Nate. I no, think it was no, more no, no, of a good try, <laughs> Americans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like them. You know, they come over and they're like, "Howdy, how you doing? Yeehaw!" They do. Everyone you know. else does a really good job of an American accent, and when we try to do it in return, they're always like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> when they get offended, fail. Yeah. No, it's just like no. <laughs> well, did you, you say sounds pathetic to me? I don't know. No, doesn't work. Yeah, there's some subtlety apparently that we we lack. Uh, well, Gordon, uh, while while you're here talking about design, let's talk about the internals of this. Oh yeah, build. yeah, we should. We did it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is, that really was that contrast. Like, it's kind of like, I, 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 I yeah, yeah. really do like it. But, you know, I, I uh, afterward, uh, if I would have made one change, I would have changed my title. Well, I would have made plenty of changes, but the, the title specifically, I should have put a token hardware nerd. I think that would have oh, been funny. That would have <laughs> yeah. been good. That would have been good. Yeah. Oh, Johnny, I've done talking. All right. We need to bring the hardware nerd in to actually talk about the details. Uh, but, see, we yeah. can see it right here behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're going to do a, a case teardown later uh that, that you can watch on, on the the youtube with elena um but yeah the youtube the youtubes the YouTube. uh <laughs> but yeah we, we got a we got an awesome build please tune in for it I'll, I'll put the well the link is in the description and you can definitely uh sign up to get notified when it when it goes live i just did it there um but yeah gordon why don't you talk about what, what we're going to put in this and to to be clear this is not a hackintosh this is 
an, an amazing pro computer, it's a PC. It could, yeah, it is a PC. It could, <laughs> although it could be a Hackintosh if you wanted it to. Some people are saying they actually do want to pick it up to, to right. do that. I mean, that, it so. seems like a perfect for the Hackintosh community for, you know, that, that they actually want to roll their own hardware. I think it's, it's a perfect enclosure for that. It, on the outside, of course, it looks like a, you know, a, it's all a professional aluminum. computer from another company who hasn't actually shipped it yet. <clears throat> Uh, and this yeah. will apparently probably ship before their professional one does. It is all alum- aluminum. aluminum. It is an al- aluminum uh, case. The doors, the front, the internals are actually aluminum as well. It's aluminum. actually aluminum here in America. The reason is it was actually named aluminum before aluminum came uh-huh. out. So there's actually oh, precedent okay. for it. So oh, it's okay. technically correct to call it, call it aluminum. Uh, and the handles are stainless steel. They actually run through the entire thing. Sorry, I'm just looking at Brad's like, <laughs> like dog heard a high pitched noise kind of. No, I'm looking through. They actually, I found their website, dunecase.com. And yeah. I was just looking at Dune some Case. of the pictures. There was some, there's an interesting decision in one of the galleries that made me do that. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, also, uh, pe- people want to know is this actually going to be coming out? Uh, and how much is it going to be, Gordon? It's going to be $1,000, right? It's yeah, all it's aluminum. Be, you can trade. They actually actually will only trade you in Macintosh or uh, uh, Apple monitor stands. Oh, so, yes. So, like, okay. three Apple monitor stands, you get one of these. Oh, nice. That's, Perfect. Yeah, I'm making that up because that's $3,000. <laughs> I just figured it was also a vial of blood in your firstborn yeah. child. <laughs> that's cheaper. So, it, it's actually, <laughs> I think... Still a vial of blood on that front panel. <laughs> yeah, you could. It is a prototype case that we're going to be building into. Um, I know that Dunke says, hey... You know this. This is amazing. I I have a hard time believing it, but they are saying we are targeting, and they do believe two hundred dollars, less than two hundred. I think it was like one ninety ish for Come the actual it. case. Uh, and in full disclosure, that is with a cheese grater front grill that they actually thought. Oh yeah, the, let me grab the Hackintosh community would like. And but they do realize that some people like to have their uh, air flow stylishly through their case. You want to switch? It? Yeah. You can easily pop it off. From yeah, front. so you can pop this uh, front off really, really easily, and then swap in um, the more iconic look there. So what you see behind us now is your standard uh, Dune Case Pro with the cheese grater, classic cheese grater look. And of I, course, I actually I mean, like that. I like that front better. I kind of feel you the like truth. they're both I a treat. Like sorry, better. cheese grater look. It's just like when you buy it and you have like the big holes versus the little holes, and you just change which side. <laughs> yeah. You how want. how stylishly do you want your air to flow? <laughs> really you know? Actually, and a lot of people were a lot of people a lot of people were very upset we didn't uh, actually grind some cheese on it, but we have to do other things with it, and we didn't want to clean it. So, uh, but Gordon, which which front do you think would grind cheese better or grate cheese better? That one. I don't think either of them would. Re- this one probably might because there's a little more surface catch. People don't realize actual cheese graters. It's basically a sharp edge. These are not that sharp. They're not, and I do think that. You're not really going to get an even. You could probably tighter. push play doh through it, but I don't think you could you have really because these are so deep. You have to like really push the material, whatever. We could actually you're... take one of the the old Mac Pros we have. Yeah, try to we're, we've got a that. lot of them. Do a video like how well does it grate versus the, the <laughs> Dune Pro case? Does it blend? 
<laughs> I wasn't <Yeah>. blind. <laughs> uh, inside of it, uh, it's, so it's about you know sub two hundred dollars. You're saying you know one ninety ish for the case itself, which is with great. The cheese grater, and they're saying for the they actually have a name for it. I can't think of it. I think of the stylish airflow of this of this cut. Um, they're saying about eighty bucks for this because it does take a crap load amount of machining. This is a complete aluminum part. There's no plastic here. It's all aluminum. And it's heavy. I, I think we, we weighed the the whole the whole case without any actual components in it, yeah. and it was like twenty eight pounds. Twenty six. Like, so yeah, who is it is nuts. So I mean, this is all aluminium. aluminium. Uh, also, I'd like to point oh. out that's good for two hundred bucks. Oh, actually, before yeah. you move on, uh-huh. because of the weight, we were talking to them. I think they said that you can swap out the feet for casters. Yes, <laughs> I was just about to say that. People are asking, uh, can can we get thousand dollar casters? But uh, they say the the threading actually fits IKEA casters, <laughs> yes. so you can go to IKEA. Get some cheap casters. Budget wheels. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, uh, I will give a shout out. We do have uh, uh, somebody from the Dune Case team uh, in our chat right now, uh, chatting with people, answering some questions. Uh, Uh, And it is, of course, the big difference is this is a standard, industry standard ATX case inside. I think mm -hmm. it'll take EATX, EATX, mini ITX, sort of, some some boards, I guess, micro ATX, and of course, ATX boards. I don't know about ITX. And and what what are we going to be putting in, and how does it compare to the actual Mac Pro? Well, the part, you know, first, we're just basically putting in parts to show just how cool it is if some companies would allow you to build drone <laughs> like like computer what? desktop oh, wow. computer Weird. using any parts Some you wanted. Companies. Some we companies. are yeah, going to be using a a second gen uh, Ryzen Threadripper, a twenty nine ninety WX, thirty two cores, uh, GeForce RTX twenty eighty Ti. I tell you that that's the big one. Uh, there's I think there's going to be a lot of people who yeah. who wish that uh, Nvidia was still inside. Well, actually, there was a couple of people like, why not throw an RTX Titan in there? But you know, yeah, we don't have one. So. You could. I mean, again, <laughs> it is yeah. standard. And actually, a lot of people were asking why we didn't put a Quadro in there, which we did talk about, uh, but we didn't get one in. Yeah. So, and, and again, remember, folks, um, this is a, a PC. That means you have freedom, so you can do whatever you want in there. So if you want to do that, if you put, want to put a 5700 XT in there, or if you want to put a Titan or a 2080 Ti or an RX 480, you can. Because oh, actually, actually, uh, Apple does have a RX 580 version. Yeah, so they you do. can actually get a, a 580 on their side too. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, you sure can. Wait, so what is the price tag of our build versus? I guess even the closest <laughs> equivalent. You know, I didn't add it up. It probably also be, Apple doesn't have their prices like completely ironed out. Maybe four, either. four Apple sands, four, four Apple sands, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> maybe three and a half. Uh, I feel like no, this no, is two, like some elementary three, school math yeah. homework problem. Four and a half. If you have, if you have five Apple stands, how many Mac Pros can you buy? Yeah, it'd be about four. I think probably four to five apple stands is the way I, I think probably. Please show your work. I, I I will also like to point out that uh, yes, uh, we're putting RGB in it because RGB is awesome and it really helps with performance. It does. But also, somebody somebody did notice that uh, this is like this these case doesn't have a, a side panel. You can't see the RGB. But you know what? You have that choice to do it because it's a PC. Well, well, so let me actually. But what about through the front? I'm sure we could get some kind of glow. Yeah, you I'm might sure, get some glow through there. But yeah. then there's fans. You could mount a CLC in front. We're actually going to go with air. I didn't really want to deal with the CLC. Plus, I probably should send our Intermax TR4 cooler to Steve over at Gamers Depot, uh, Gamers <laughs> Nexus, so he can take it apart anyway. Because really, <laughs> yeah, he, they're having a lot of issues with those early units that are are 
they didn't apparently mix the liquids right, so a lot of them are gunky yeah. on the Yikes. inside. Whoops. But we're going to do a, them, a, a lot of them, all of them that they got in. Yikes. I just was just looking up uh, the Mac Pro pricing because I'm not super well versed in that. And apparently they start at $6,000. What video card do you get? If it has an RX 580 in it, that's ludicrous. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you, are you saying you get an RX 580 and a $6,000 professional computer? He doesn't know. He's I'm looking that. up. He's it looking says up. pricing starts at six grand whenever it, it actually becomes available. Yeah, they, they don't it have like f- hard prices yet, yeah, but the, yeah, they, they do have like available options from a, a 12, well, no, an eight core up to a 28 core up to 1.5 terabytes of memory. So what's the starting graphics? The starting part? graphics is a 580X. Yeah, so you will be getting a 580 in your $6,000 or six Apple stand computer. Or Wait, you can so- get a Vega so for $2,000 less, we're getting more cores, <laughs> way more powerful GPU. Way more. <laughs> oh, so we have a 1,600 so watt power supply. 6000 bucks. you start with a 256 gig SSD, <laughs> you get the RX 580, eight cores. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a pro machine right there for six grand. Yeah, that's why we have the, a true <laughs> pro. Yeah. Uh, that computer. is that is a little crazier. A that's, that's so you're getting eight cores, 256 gig SSD, <laughs> and an RX 580 <laughs> for six thousand. You know, honestly, at that point, you have to figure the case must be a lot of that price. Then, <laughs> well, you know, the, well, think about it. The standalone costs a thousand bucks or whatever. Also, the, it doesn't have a. It, it has a new uh, uh, form factor for the motherboard. Like uh, all, all the yep. there's components on the su- on the back. You That's, know, like they, no. they broke from. It's super cool ATX. looking. Yeah, I will give I will give uh, that company props for doing things that are cool because they don't. You know, they're outside the our our ecosystem. It is nice. And again, I've been saying that if we if we weren't handcuffed by ATX, people could do crazy things like that, but they can't. Cause Gordon, still ATX. stumping for BTX. <laughs> Not BTX, but something. It's just time people to like look beyond ATX. There's just no reason not to, to do different things. It just takes time when there's already so much invested in a single ecosystem. No, I understand that, but you know, doesn't mean you can't improve. <laughs> you know, if you get I, a few people to support it, then uh, you know what? Alpha in uh, in chat just said, uh, here's a good suggestion, uh, Gordon TX. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be a GTX. Yeah. I think I would get sued by somebody. A GTX form factor, I think I could get in trouble with that. One. I think somebody probably has a, a trademark on that, I suspect. Yeah, but a uh, uh, high-level takeaway, uh, This will Gordon, will this thing be better than a Mac Pro? Well, I mean, I, I think you, it's unfair because we would have to get our hands on an actual new Mac Pro and then test it. At some point. They haven't actually shipped yet? Nope. I don't know when they're going to ship. I don't even know where they're going to be made. I still don't think it's going to be this year. I still don't think it's going to be this year. That's that's my money. But I I think, yes, if if you value the ability to change parts as you see fit to what you need to personalize your professional computer or your high end computer to your needs, then certainly I think it is better than a Mac Pro because there's more choice. There's more freedom. We have, you can install drivers on your own. So yeah, there is definitely a, uh, an improvement there. Certainly Mac OS has its, you know, advantages and disadvantages over windows, um, and application ecosystem. That's, that's how you value it. But if you're into hardware and you like having control of your hardware and being able to change things, then yeah, we're certainly going to be better. And, and you will get more than, uh, 
RX 580. So. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, yeah. So just to recap what we're going to be doing, uh, later today, you can see a case tear down with Elena. Uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, we will be doing the live build. That's always fun. Uh, maybe Gordon will put beer on a, another CPU fan. Or maybe. Uh, I'll, be hanging out, I'll be hanging out in the YouTube chat with everybody. Maybe too. we'll switch to wine for this one. Yeah. Who knows? Shocker. We'll get fancy, wear our uh, turtlenecks. Uh, and then, Whiskey. and then we, I, I definitely think we should be doing some benchmarking on it you know just to just to kind of show off uh what what our pro case is capable of and then who knows if apple ever releases their pro case uh, or their you know pro machine then we can do some uh, bring it back out again and do some head-to-heads yeah but then we'd have to then people are going to sit around and watch us install the OS. We'll give it. A, yeah, we'll do some testing on it. Just to, I mean, oh no, 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 no. I'm saying as separate videos. Like, oh, the, yeah, separate, we'll do. We'll yeah. do testing. <laughs> yeah, just for an hour installing <laughs> benchmark. Install yeah, well, I want to know. the drivers. Driver. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like usual. Like usual. At the end of the build, we will make sure it posts, and then we will go eat pizza probably. Mm, <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. And then grate some cheese onto the pizza. I dig. I, I, I know people want to grate che- cheese on it, but I, I just. Yeah. Well, I gotta I, I gotta say that when I went out there for one my, my one build video that I've done so far, uh, we didn't get pizza. I had to go to a meeting after, so uh, I feel ripped off. True, true. <laughs> You're gonna have to come back out then. Should we yeah. get? I don't know if that's really um is that an apple kind of a pizza? Is pizza and beer really the thing? Shouldn't we do something nicer? We're gonna need. We should be fully catered. I get clam pizza. White clam pizza, it's great, Ooh, man. Ooh, actually, yeah, that I've is had good. That. It is good. I wasn't as impressed as I thought I was going to be. Uh, Dennis says we should uh, drink cognac while we build the machine. <laughs> oh. I, I dig that more than wine because I'm do not some, a big uh, wine fan. A little bit of whiskey. Yeah, actually, we have we have some on my desk right now. You so. do. Yep. Whiskey. Yeah, different kinds. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I. Yeah, this one's maybe. Is I'm just trying to think of what the vibe would be. So we're all going to come in black turtlenecks. Yeah, and hey, the great thing is uh, because this case has no windows, you don't have to worry about cable management, Gordon. Yeah, perfect, easy. Yeah, why does he worry about it when it has a window? (laughs) Good point. I actually think the RGB is. He just leaves the window off. It's a very Steve Jobs the RGB. To be honest, there's. I'll tell the story tomorrow that I've read. Okay. uh, on the, all right. I think it actually makes sense. Things you uh, can't see. So yeah, uh, tune in. We got some awesome stuff with this uh, the Dune case. So I'm excited. Uh, why don't we switch to some uh, Q and A before we Questions. have to get out of here? Right? Yeah. Is that good? Let's do it. Uh, the first one uh, was uh, uh, brought on uh, the the Discord. You, you can get in on the full nerd Discord action. Awesome people in there having great conversations about PC hardware and gaming and all that fun stuff. Uh, also, it's the best place to find out when we're going to go live. Uh, and you can put in your questions at any point in the week, uh, and I will uh, bring them up on the show. Uh, like this one from Vegetable Stew. Uh, he's talking about, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about cold storage uh, and hard drives and things like that. Uh, asking uh, which hard disk form factor is better, 2.5 or 3.5? Uh, I read of arguments of one being easier to break over the other. 2.5 has smaller moving parts. 3.5 has more mass. What, what, do, what do we think for cold storage specifically? Well, I I really believe you go with the the best metric for cold storage, which is what's cheapest. And I don't mean buying used, but I mean buying <laughs> the one that gets you the most <laughs> capacity that you need is the best way to go. Because again... I think if you're focusing on the reliability of one drive, then you've already lost because you, you should have at least two copies, right? Yeah. And this comes up. Three. So 
Uh, 2.5, yeah, it probably would be a little a little hardier because the argument is these are mobile parts, so they're they're made to take a little jostling. They may have the the um, firmware to you know if they may even have the fall sensors in them enabled. I doubt it. Usually, that's that's closely related to laptops. And to be honest, nobody really puts hard drives in laptops anymore, so I don't even know if that stuff is even even hot anymore in those hard drives. I again, I think it really comes down to f- uh, capacity. I you can get a ten terabyte, three point five inch drive for like dirt cheap, one hundred and fifty bucks. I don't think you're going to get to you know one hundred fifty dollars will get you ten terabytes and two point five inch form factor. So and again, you know what one is none, two is two is one. Yeah, and the uh, three is what you should be getting. Uh, CC makes a good point. Uh, you shouldn't buy your drives all from the same place at the same time either. I've been burned by that before where you just get a bad batch of drives. So, you, yeah, sure, you got three drives right there, yeah. uh, but they're all bad. Yeah, that is <laughs> so, a problem with NAS yeah. units, too, because oftentimes yep. they're built with sequential drives. Exactly. If there's a manufacturing issue that one worker was not paying attention that day, You, it affects all. I've had a NAS unit where I think two of the two of the five went went dead so yeah yep it sucks okay uh i need to find i know there was uh one for brad laying around here uh but uh this one's from a great mighty dad so my wife and daughter have an hp pavilion prefab machine that have discrete low-end gpus an rx 550 and a gtx 1050 Aside from a GTX 1650, are there any non-external powered GPUs coming that may be viable replacements for the aforementioned GPUs that can provide a decent 1080p gaming without hopefully breaking the bank? Uh, I would say at this point, the GTX 1650, which you said you don't want, is probably your best option. Uh, It's not as fast as the RX 570 that we mentioned earlier, but it doesn't take any extra power connectors, so that's probably the best option right now. Uh, that being said, the Radeon RX 5500 that we just discussed earlier um, is built on the new Navi architecture, and the Radeon RX 5700 was just as efficient as NVIDIA's most current parts when it came out, power efficiency-wise. So we could theoretically see power connectorless versions of that, I would think, since they're comparing it against a GTX 1650. Uh we don't know for sure, but if you don't want a 1650, uh, I would keep an eye out for that in the main months, sometime in the fourth quarter. But the GTX 1650 really is your best option right now. Nice. All right. Uh, this one is from Black Mamba 24 and I'll, I'll say after last week me talking about my RTX versus high refresh rate uh, journey, I got a lot of recommendations on monitors. Thank you. I need. I still need to sift through them and, and see if maybe I can get one or two in uh, to check out. Um, but uh, the Black Mamba's comment in here, um, I'm in a similar situation. I was wondering, should I sell my GTX 1080 Ti? To and jump to a, an RTX 2080 Ti for ray tracing, or sell my ultra wide 1440p 100 hertz monitor for the Acer X27. What do you think will make the biggest difference in visual quality? What's the second option on the monitor? Acer X27 to switch to a wide wide aspect. No, no, no. They they have an ultra wide 1440p oh. 100 hertz monitor. And they're talking about switching to the Acer X27. Well, one, I would say I wouldn't, I wouldn't, again, <laughs> I know this will, will drive people crazy. I would not sell a 1080 Ti at this point, 
right? I mean, just why would you already got onto a great part? Ray tracing is awesome, but with all the Nvidia Ampere rumors showing up first half of next year, I would wait and see what what comes out because it does feel like we're almost into next year and. I would, I would, if I have a 1080 Ti, I'd be, I'd be happy with it. Ray tracing is nice, but it feels like if you traded it in at this point, you might kind of regret it if they just drop a, a brand new generation on you. Hmm. So, but to me, I agree with everything Gordon said. Uh, to me, it sounds like you have money you want to spend right now, and you want to get a high end graphics card or a high end monitor because the Predator X27 is actually the monitor I'm staring at right now. That's the 4K 144 hertz G-Sync panel. That's a couple grand, or it might be less now on the street. Uh, the thing is, it's an amazing, amazing monitor. Uh, if you already, just from your setup already and the questions that you're asking, I'm guessing that high refresh rates are very important to you. If you have money that you have right now when you want to upgrade something, I would probably recommend, as glorious as this monitor is, getting rid of the 1080 Ti and getting the 2080 Ti because it's just so much faster. You could do high refresh rate 1440p gaming with no visual compromises whatsoever. Uh, the Predator X27 is glorious. If you have an HDR game, those are still kind of few and far between, and it's a lot harder to get those higher refresh rates uh, at 4K. So if refresh rate matters to you, I would get the 2080 Ti and stick with your 1440p high refresh rate monitor. Cool. Right. That's uh, a multifaceted question. Yes, yes, very. Yeah. Also, Brad, it is now $1,800, not 2000 So came down a tiny bit. Yep. Modern investments always last longer, though. So Hopefully, yeah, if you get the right it's one. It's super nice. It's a super nice monitor, but... Even with the 2080 Ti, you're not going to come close to 144 hertz in most games. So Nice. Uh, this next one isn't a question as much as a comment uh, aimed for Gordon. Uh, there was an article on The Verge uh, last week about Microsoft doesn't think Windows is important anymore. So, Gordon, do you think Windows is important anymore to buy a full license? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's, if you want to do, if you want, if we're talking about Linux versus Windows, hey, no, you know, no, they're, they're talking about not paying for a full license of Windows because Microsoft admitted that that's not where they make their money or and putting their resources. That's, that's not quite what happened, but <laughs> yeah, is that, no, it's, not, very, it's not, is no. that an incorrect uh, <laughs> it assessment? Is, it is incorrect. I'm just trolling. Uh, I no, of course, I think you if people want to do the the chance of it of the key blowing up on you you know three months from your thirty dollar key blowing up on you that that's fine there are people that that i often have talked to over the years that very much are set against you know cheating right those things that they feel they they strongly believe their values are that uh that you're essentially stealing software by by violating the 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 methods of it, so I always I always sort of default to that because I think there are people there's valid reasons why you want to do it. But hey, again, if you want to do the the king win thing and get the the, the key that might just explode on you, that, that that's that's your thing too, right? That's I don't that's know what cool. you looking at me for. I have the educational <laughs> license. Yeah, she sure I, does. <laughs> I'm gonna hop in here, even though the question wasn't for me, and say the fact that the uh, Surface Duo exists, the Android phone, and exact like, what they actually said in that interview is a key reason why I don't mind spending $30 for that Kingling license because Microsoft, what they actually said is they flat out 
don't care what operating system you use necessarily, although they prefer you to be using Windows when it makes sense. Uh, they just want you using Microsoft stuff. They want you using Office. They want you using Xbox Game Pass. They want you using stuff like that. That's what the interview actually said. And Windows 10, even like me, I paid a hundred something dollars for a full pro version. Like I actually paid it, even though I say go on King Wing, I paid 150 bucks for the pro version of Windows that I have. Uh, and it has ads on the lock screen. It comes with pop-up ads for Office. It comes with pop-up ads for Skype. It comes with all that stuff. That's what they want you using. If you're going to pay 150 bucks for the pro version of it, and you're still going to get all those ads for those services that they want you using, in my head, you might as well spend the 30 bucks if you're going to suffer through the ads anyway. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at the interview right here, and it actually says, quote, we would still care about Windows, but all of these people paying $30 and $5 <laughs> trying to get around it makes it hard to make money. They, it's, the OEMs, it's the OEMs that pay for Windows. Whatever you pay for Windows, Microsoft doesn't care what enthusiasts pay for Windows as long as you're using Microsoft stuff. No, but it, the, I think the larger question that should matter for all of us as, for the most part, the vast majority of PC people exist in the Windows ecosystem. I think Windows, I think Microsoft is a huge company. I think it is very much like all very large companies, Game of Thrones. There are certainly people at some part of the company who don't think that much for Windows OS. I mean, that they think that desktop is, is eventually going to decline and, and laptops and that's going to go away. They need to get to the new world. And then there's going to be people at the companies that go, no, we, we need to make this better. We there's a reason we've kicked everybody's butt for so long. Let's keep working on this. Why don't we keep making the experience better? So now I think, yeah, some people may think that they don't care about Windows. Some people may have me saying that, but there's people that really very much care about Windows in this world. So and it's that, like I said, that is a somewhat twisting of the words of what was actually said. They want you using, I believe they actually said it, they want you using Windows on all the devices where it makes sense for you to use Windows. That's the reason that Neo runs Windows 10X. That's why all the other service ones run Windows 10 and not Android and not Chrome OS. They just, if you're in a form factor that doesn't make sense for full-blown Windows, they still want you using Microsoft stuff. That's what they were saying. Yeah. But, I mean, it's over the years, right? It's sort of, yeah. you do get the feeling sometimes Microsoft is not necessarily concentrating that much on Windows or cares that much about it. So, mm-hmm. Who knows? Good. Leave it alone. Quit adding bugs. <laughs> Pendulum yeah, Swain is about four years old. Why does it get <laughs> bugs every month when I update it? Yeah. Uh, a couple more questions. Uh, another one from No Cloud. This is an actual question. Uh, I got a bargain on a Lenovo P71. It has an NVIDIA Quadro M620, 4K display, Intel i7, 7700HQ, 16 gig of RAM, and plenty of M.2 storage. If I want to game, should I consider an eGPU setup attached to the Thunderbolt ports? If it actually supports external GPU, yeah. I mean, it's a great solution. That's why I think external graphics is, is wonderful for people with laptops, whether it's Alienware Amplifier, which, you know, arguably paved the way, and th- or Thunderbolt 3. It's it's a great option. I don't understand why people, when I originally, when the Amplifier came out, people were arguing against it, like it was just the wrong way to go. But my feeling is like, if you can make an old laptop, still run as a gaming device then hell that's that's a plus so yeah boom uh gadget joe asks uh what's i mean i mean before you invest in that though try playing on it first because quadro is built for professional 
but they still run games. Yeah. So before you invest in all that, that's a relatively new card. I'm not sure what the comparison is for GeForce, but put Steam on there, boot up on your game, see if you even need to spend that money. I can all, you can almost sort of date it by just the vintage of the processor. It's basically a KB Lake quad part mm-hmm. in a laptop. So 10 series. So it's probably fine, but I'm sort of assuming you want to go higher up in, in game quality, higher refresh rates, that kind of stuff. So. Especially because yeah. it's a 4K but, panel. But yeah. definitely don't assume that a Quadro will not play games. So you should True. definitely do what Brad said. Uh, friend of the show, Rusty Shackelford, uh, how come the 15-inch Microsoft Surface is using an AMD CPU? Did Microsoft have a change of heart when it goes in their premium products? What goes in their premium products? Um, I had a conversation with AMD about it, and they very much feel that it's a built up out of their partnership from the Xbox side. And I don't know exactly why it, it, uh, Microsoft made that decision to use a Ryzen, it's a quad quad Ryzen part. No, it's a yeah quad Ryzen U part, fifteen watts. I think they really thought that. Um, I can't really guess why Microsoft did it. It could be a lot of reasons. One is. They just wanted to, they have to support their partners. They want to make sure AMD is there because they need a foil against Intel and they need Qualcomm as a foil against Intel and they need Intel as a foil against AMD and, and Qualcomm, right? That you, you do that. You want multiple suppliers. I do think that, that this is a huge win for AMD because for the most part, a lot of Ryzen parts have been like in these $400, maybe $500, $600. I mean, there's a think one ThinkPad that actually it's in but it really has not been a high profile part getting into a surface is probably the only thing that's more high profile getting a surface would be in a new mac laptop, right? <laughs> so i think it's a huge and amd's already in there yeah, no no they're not yeah, not they rising. are graphics not rising, not rising. Yeah. so the cpu side i think it, it would be a big win for them uh, and to me what it really proves is microsoft is not going to take this brand that they've just pour money into it's a premium brand surface and then they're going to put a Ryzen part in there and they're not going to like this is not a cheapo laptop. So they're also they're basically also saying, look, you can do you could do 10th gen 10 nanometer Ice Lake in our 15 inch laptop, which they have for commercial use management stuff. Big companies like Intel, or you can do consumer with the Ryzen part. So they're basically which has yeah graphics. The graphics they, the, on the stage they kept saying this is the fastest graphics in this class. As you said, it's a very limited class that they're measuring it against. Right, but. They want to toss AMD a bone, and I think the graphics make a big difference, Radeon. Yeah, and it also maybe sort of shows you where Microsoft is headed with paying attention to graphics. It's always really been about CPU on you know for most people, but maybe you know what they really see this future in machine language and you know graphics compute and using, and they want more and more graphics. Is one of the reasons why uh, Apple has always you know, they've always used discrete graphics or Iris. They very much have valued graphics and. You know, Microsoft just seems like they are valuing uh, graphics a little more now, too. But I, well, I, think I, it, I, I think it ties into what we were just kind of talking about, because if you watch the live stream, the Sizzler reel for the Surface Pro, they showed you playing Forza Horizon on it with the Radeon graphics. And so they might be trying to tie it back into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate now that that's available on PC, too. I wouldn't be surprised with that. Right. And they are going to continue to work with this. I haven't story I wrote about this hasn't run yet, but let's just say that they don't think this will be the only thing they're going to do with them. So nice, great. Uh, Gadget Joe uh, had asked, and I accidentally skipped over it. Uh, what setup would you pair with the Dune case uh, and its uh, aluminium design? Uh, talking about peripherals and a monitor. 
Mm. Oh boy. Would you I go with the all aluminium minimalist aesthetic or I mean if you want to do that, I think I have seen like at least silver toned uh, mechanical keyboards out there. Yeah. I think Corsair makes one. I guess you could do that. Monitor, I think, is the thing that sort of breaks it for a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to like find black. aluminum monitor. Aluminum monitor. Mm-hmm. You, could always just, can, you could always just spend a grand on the... The stand. That just gets you the stand, though, Brad. You got to get the rest of the monitor. You still got to pay for that. So I, I don't know. That's the tough part. I mean, that's always been sort of like the weakness of... But you get to pick whatever you want. So I'm sure there's probably somebody with an aluminum monitor stand somewhere. There's, I mean, just looking through Amazon and Google real quick, there are plenty of aluminum, you almost made me say the wrong word, uh, (laughs) keyboards, but, you know, they all match the gamer aesthetic. They're all black, so it'd be kind of hard, I think. Hmm. I guess you could do a 5K panel, some of those, you know... I think, in fact, Apple is even shipping 5K panels, right? From competing. From LG, makers. isn't it? From LG, yeah. yeah I thought it was LG. So I but don't I don't know if it's aluminum. Does that really... I guess some people do want it to look like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm you, sh- you can get the... I mean, we still have old uh, Mac monitors, uh, yeah. cinema displays. And I haven't actually looked, but I'm absolutely sure there are plenty of aluminum monitors, keyboards, mice, trackpads... Yeah, so it looks like there is a K70, a Corsair K70, that has a silver aluminum frame. The keycaps are white, but I guess if you're really dedicated, you can replace all of those. <laughs> True. Yeah. Or you I was just, just looking at the same one. There's got to be some. I mean, the PC ecosystem is huge. There's got to be aluminum. You probably buy like a $12 Bluetooth aluminum keyboard on eBay. <laughs> and I mean, hey, I, I use uh, I use this this old uh, Mac keyboard because it, it's nice and quiet. Uh, but this this aesthetic would still fit with it. So I, I wonder would Mac keyboards and mice like the Magic Mouse just work with the PC as well? Uh, they are already basically set up to sync with the Bluetooth in the Mac. So I'm mm-hmm. sure you could make it work. Possibly, I don't know. Though, I'm sure. Know? Who knows? Yeah. I've never tried. Yeah. That's one of the problems with having a proprietary world that Apple does is you sort of like, well, why wouldn't it work? And then, no, it doesn't work because they've gone outside the spec for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, second to last question, Vignesh uh, was asking earlier when we were talking about QuickSync, uh, why or how QuickSync compares to, to things like uh, the NV, uh, uh, NVIDIA's NV Ink uh, uh, and AMD's encoding stuff. Uh, I will say for, for Premiere specifically, it's it's not just about the quality, it's it's about the rendering times. When when they enabled quick sync in the renders, like it just it booted it up so much more. And for the the Nvidia stuff, I just haven't seen uh, it scale the same way in Premiere. Uh, and I've actually never done too much work on an AMD, so I, I don't know about those encoders. But yeah. yeah, and I will say when I talked to Nvidia at Computex, and they were talking, I was like, well, what about quick sync? Because you got all this NV ink stuff, so like quick sync. Ain't no one using quick sync out there. All the pros are using NV ink. <laughs> That's their view. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, which true, true. You know, it depends, right? For for the setup I have here, Premiere, you know, really uh, gets a lot of help from from QuickSync. So it does, and you know, a lot I, of- I tell you, a lot of people ask me questions about you know various technical stuff over Twitter, uh, and QuickSync gets mes- mentioned a surprising amount. Actually, a lot of people just anecdotally ask me, "What should I get? I need QuickSync." Yeah, but I will say it does the 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 fact that everybody cares about QuickSync is because of all the work Intel has put in 
to it on the software side. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's taken a multi, it took years and years and years to get to enable QuickSync in Handbrake and and in Premiere and other products. And Nvidia, same thing. You got they got to go in there. They basically because you know it, encoding it's, it's not easy. It can get messy. You can. It happens all the time where you break the video, right? We have it happen all the time. Drivers will break videos. Yep. So it needs it needs a lot of software support with the developers, and that means a lot of deep money. So I think the company that's been there the longest and has the most money is always going to be at an advantage in that area. All right, uh, last question. People have been asking this whole time. Eleni, why are you using a MacBook? What are you doing? <laughs> So normally this stays at my desk. It's a uh, company issued, mm-hmm. and I uh, bring in a different laptop. But I uh, was using that while I was traveling this weekend. I forgot it at home. So you all see the uh, seedy underside of my life here. <laughs> wow, wow! You know, pe- people are 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 kind of you know they're starting to gather at the door with their pitchforks to get also, to get you out of here. Also, it's thematically you know? relevant. I mean, look. Actually, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, and Gordon, you know, you sporting his usual Mac, uh, his, yeah. his prototype Mac 360 yeah. design. I got this directly. Uh, and yes, Vignesh is, is asking what PC World issues Macs. Um, yeah, I mean, IDG is our parent company and they... Can, I do actually yeah. work for the other brands as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so, yes. Anyway, uh, let, let's get out of here. I also have a Mac, an old Mac. We were talking about it before the show. I also have a Chromebook. It's good to be versed in everything yes. so you know what's good and what's bad about yeah, everything. That's one of the reasons why I still use it. Yep. Cool. Gordon, why, why don't you take us out of here? Okay. Good lunch. <laughs> Gordon I'm says no. Hell no. no. I don't. I, I, may, I may have some that I've just, because I like to, and I will also say I do have Macs. I don't have them. I just have them. In other words, I like to, when people are throwing away old hardware, I'm like, I'll take it because somebody might use it. This I is try very to find true. Homes. He, uh, he's the first person to scavenge if someone puts things on the free table. Yeah, because he's, somebody wants it somewhere. I, even if it's, you know, an older computer of any brand, I like somebody, I hate seeing stuff going to, into e-waste. I think it's a waste. Somebody can, can reuse it. All you got to do is load the latest OS, maybe refresh it a little bit. Usually not a Macintosh thing, but. No. So I do have to go, Gordon. Sorry. Okay. Check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Saying questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Yes, we will get to them one day. Also, if you are leaving a review, please do because every time you do, a council maker talks about unshipped product will not come for twenty four months. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Young with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elena Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off switch. Tune in tomorrow for our Dune Pro live build. It's going to be fun. Bye.